Pronunciation Pro. Today we are going to take a deeper dive into confidence and self-confidence. So self-confidence and confidence, sometimes we lump it all together. Sometimes we understand the difference. I think that understanding confidence versus self-confidence and diving deeper into what that means exactly can help us generate more confidence. Okay, so that's what we are going to dive into today. And as we dive into this this topic, I want you to get really mindful um, and and just be in a more aware place mentally. Um, I'm going to ask you some questions and I want you to really take the time to reflect on this because information, it can go in one ear and out the other, but where we find the growth and the um, change in our life is when we can take what we're hearing and apply it. We can reflect on it and we can apply it and we can share it in our lives. That's where real change happens. That's where we go from, oh, that's nice and I'll never think about that again, to, wow, that really changed me. It changed the way I see myself, the way I see other people, and it changed the way I see the world, okay? And that's the That's the power of working on our mindset is that when you really take the time to um, get aware of your thoughts and get aware of where you are currently um, with your mindset, small shifts make such a huge, huge difference. It really changes everything um, when you can get, um, make those shifts that can be very significant for you. Okay, so I encourage you to um, bring your awareness so that you can have those kind of results with the conversation we're going to have today. All right, so confidence versus self-confidence. Okay, well, first off, before we jump into understanding it, I want you to think to yourself, so I have a question for you. Are you a confident person? I want you to think about this for yourself. Do do you personally identify with the thought, I am a confident person? Okay. You could either say yes or no. Maybe your answer is, well, sometimes. <laughs> okay. If it's yes, I want you to think why. What evidence have you gathered to support that thought and that concept about yourself? What experiences have you had? What what has shaped that view of yourself of being a confident person? Now, if your answer is no to this question, am I a confident person? Um, If your answer is no, I want you to do the same. What evidence have you gathered to support that idea, that concept, that story you have about yourself? Okay. We come up with these ideas about ourselves based on the stories we tell ourselves. You know, and those stories are influenced by 
are experiences. What experiences have you had that shape that opinion of yourself? Okay, and maybe your answer is sometimes. Okay, sometimes I'm feeling confident and sometimes I'm not, which is very common. So, um, and we'll talk about why, you know, feeling confident is going to shift and adjust throughout your life depending on your situation, depending on, um, you know, what experiences you have or what thoughts you're having um, about the experiences that you're having. All thoughts are optional, okay? All thoughts are optional. You get to choose for yourself whether you are a confident person or not. And you might be thinking, no, that's not up to me. You know, other people have told me I'm confident or other people have told me I am not confident. Since they know me well, they get to decide that. And I am here to tell you, no, they don't get to decide that for you. The only person that gets to decide whether you feel confident or not is you. You are the one generating confidence. It is a feeling that comes in, comes from within you based on your own thoughts. Someone might say, hey, you're, you, you are pretty confident about that. And you're thinking, yes, I am pretty confident. And then you feel confident. Or someone might say, hey, you're not, you know, you're not very confident in this, are you? Or you're, you know, you don't seem to be a very confident person. And then you think, oh man, I think they're right. And then you don't feel confident. <laughs> okay? But there is always that thought that precedes or comes before the feeling. All right? So someone could say, you're not a very confident person. And you could say, you could think in your head, well, that's not true. I feel very confident. Sometimes I don't feel confident, but it doesn't mean I'm not a confident person. And then you can feel confident about who you are based on those thoughts, okay? It is not the outside stimulus that is going to create confidence for you. It is your thoughts about yourself that are going, or yourself, or your abilities, or your skills, or the situation, all of those thoughts are what create confidence inside of you, okay? So today I just want you to really question yourself and the story that you're telling yourself about your confidence, okay? There is something that we do in our brains, um, it's called negativity bias, and what it is, is when you are um, going about your life, you may have a hundred people um, compliment the way you speak English. And then you have one or two people that maybe give you a negative reaction to the way you speak English or a comment about the way you speak English or something happens that your brain does not like <laughs> and your brain is wired to protect you and so it will fixate on that negativity, that negative response because your brain wants you to belong. Your brain wants you to belong to the group and when your brain feels threatened that they don't belong to the group, it's going to be on high alert and, and issue a danger warning, okay? 
Um, so that is, you know, when we're when we get that negative feedback from someone, that has such a more powerful impact on our brain than the hundred times that we received positive feedback. Okay, so I want you to recognize that and recognize, are you telling yourself a story based on the few negative responses that you've had in your life? Or can you gather the evidence from the hundreds of positive experiences you've had in your life that have helped you build more confidence, specifically in the way you speak English? All thoughts are optional. I want you to really take that to heart and start saying, okay, do I want to keep this current opinion I have of myself or thought I have of myself that I am not a confident person? Okay, if that is how you're feeling in response to this question, I want you to ask yourself, do I want to keep that thought? Do I want to keep that opinion of myself or do I want to change it? Okay, that is your choice. That is your power to decide. Nobody gets to decide that for you except you. Creation always starts with a thought or an idea. So if you're working to create confidence in your life or greater confidence in your life, it's going to start with a thought or an idea. The thought might be, hmm, I want to create more confidence. It might be, I have the desire to, you know, I have the desire to create more confidence. I'm not sure how to do it, but I want to. Or it could be, I'm going to create more confidence in my life and I'm determined to figure out how and I'm going to take the steps necessary to make that happen. I know you are an ambitious, driven person and that you have done really challenging things in your life. But I know you have it in you to build confidence. I know you already have a lot of confidence that you're not giving credit to. Okay, so let's talk about confidence versus self-confidence. We're going to start with self-confidence. And the the definition that I like of self-confidence is it's a feeling of trust in yourself. Okay, a feeling of trust in yourself. So when you feel that trust in yourself, it generates greater self-confidence. Now, I'm not talking about pride or being boastful or being like, I, you know, this self-confidence sometimes has this um, feeling of being prideful or feeling like um, I'm so amazing, I'm so wonderful. Um, That's not the kind of self-confidence I'm talking about. Self-confidence is an inner power. It's an inner power source of belief in yourself and trust in yourself. And I like to contrast it with when I think of more of a prideful um, confidence, it's more based that pride, prideful confidence is more based on I am better than other people. But it's really the self-confidence that I'm talking about is more of I have a power within me and I trust myself and everyone else has that same power within themselves. Okay, when we have, we come from a place of equality is that I have this power and so do you and so does everybody else on this earth, (laughs) then that is more of a place of humble confidence, a confidence, self-confidence in a place of humility, not in pride. Um, So it really, you know, really depends on am I thinking of myself better than other people or does everybody have this power? 
Okay, so self-confidence, I like to talk about, break down self-confidence into three different areas or three different ideas or thoughts that you can think about yourself. Number one, I know I can learn new things. Okay, can you identify with this? I know I can learn new things. So my guess is the answer is yes, that you know you can learn new things. You've done it over and over and over and over again in your life. And you will continue to do it over and over again. You're doing it right now. (laughs) You're seeking out things that will help you learn and grow. This is often referred to as growth mindset. Okay, I love, love, love the concept of growth mindset. And the book that I think is the, the best on this topic is called Mindset. And it's from, the author is Carol Dweck, Dweck, D-W-E-C-K. And um, she really dives into um, this, I, this idea of growth mindset versus fixed mindset and how those with a growth mindset really are much more successful because they recognize that, that they will continue to grow and learn throughout their life and that what they know now is not what they're going to know in the future. So there's a lot of, lot of good stuff to go into on that topic that we'll save for another day. Number one, I know I can learn new things. So... If you're telling yourself, no, I don't know how to learn new things, I want you to really question that thought and that concept of yourself because I'm sure, (laughs) I'm confident in your self-confidence in this area. Okay, number two is I know I can do hard things. All right, I know I can do hard things. Do you identify with this thought? I want you to really look for examples in your own life of things that you've done that are hard. Now, this that concept of hard things is going to be different for one person to the next because for you, you know, speaking English is going to be hard. It's harder than, um, than what a native English speaker is going to experience in speaking English, okay? There are going to think, be things that are very easy to you that are going to be very difficult for other people, for native speakers. I mean, namely, your native language, (laughs) you know. Speaking your native language is going to be very easy for you and very hard for a native English speaker, okay? So I want you to think for yourself, what's hard for me? Have I done hard things? Do I know I can do hard things here in the future? And my guess, again, is the answer to this is yes. You know that you can do hard things. You have done it over and over again in your life. You're doing it right now um, in certain areas. And you have the grit and determination to continue to work through those things without giving up. Okay, and number three, this is the, this is the more challenging one. Um, and one that's going to get you to stop and think and be like, ooh, do I have self-confidence in this area? This is the area where we do the most work when it comes to mindset training within the Pronunciation Pro online training course. We dive into this concept of, I am willing to feel any uncomfortable emotion in order to grow. I am willing to feel any uncomfortable emotion for the sake of growth or in order to grow. I know you're already doing this. You're already experiencing 
discomfort or uncomfortable emotions on a daily basis. It's just whether we're being proactive or mindful about stepping into those uncomfortable emotions. So uncomfortable emotions, what do I mean by that? Well, I mean feeling fear, feeling embarrassment, feeling judgment, or feeling rejection. Okay, these are uncomfortable emotions for most most of us. Okay, most of us would would not willing not want to feel that constantly throughout our day is to feel embarrassed or feel judgment, rejection or fear. Okay, usually these are things we're trying to avoid. Um but my my question here with self-confidence or the definition with self-confidence is am I willing to feel these uncomfortable emotions in order to grow. Okay, if I want to grow and develop, it's going to require feeling some uncomfortable emotions. If not, you're just staying in your comfort zone. Okay, that, that idea of a comfort zone is the idea that I am going to not do anything that feels uncomfortable because I don't want to experience that discomfort. But in that space, there is no growth, okay? In the space of your comfort zone, you're not going to grow and develop and challenge yourself um, to the point of growing and, and improving, okay? Fear, embarrassment, judgment, and rejection are all emotions that come from stepping outside of that comfort zone, okay? There will be mistakes being made when you speak English as an uh, as a non-native English speaker. That's the process of learning a new language. You have to speak and you have to mess up. You have to make mistakes. No matter what level you're at, you have to keep pushing that limit or that comfort zone if you're going to keep growing in that language. What we need to do is start learning how to be comfortable, meaning I don't love it, but I'm going to sit in this and I'm going to be okay with this. And I am going to reframe this discomfort in my mind so that I know that it's a good thing. I'm going to get up in front of these native speakers and I'm going to give a presentation and I feel fear. I feel nervousness. I feel that fear of judgment from the people that I'm speaking in front of. I feel the fear of being rejected if I make mistakes or I say something wrong. Um, I'm, going to, I'm going to step into that possibility of being judged by the way I speak English. Okay? Are you willing to step into these uncomfortable situations to grow? So giving those presentations is an opportunity for growth, especially when you do it proactively. When you look at those situations and say, hey, I want to get better in my career. I want to get better in my English speaking abilities. And so I am going to not avoid this presentation, I am going to step into it for the sake of growth. And I'm going to step into it knowing I'm going to be uncomfortable. 
and knowing there's this chance that I'm going to feel these uncomfortable emotions and I'm going to do it anyway. Okay? That is self-confidence. All right? That is how self-confidence works. And you might be saying, I'm not so sure that I want that. I'm not so sure I'm okay with that. And you have to sit in that and say, okay, where do I want to go from here? I guarantee you're already doing it. You're already experiencing uncomfortable emotions because you're already needing to speak English in situations that you feel nervous or fear about. You're already doing this. It's just a matter of whether you're going to do it with intention. Are you going to do it proactively in a way that is going to stimulate growth and development? And you're going to frame it in your mind in a way that you know, okay, I'm stepping into this really uncomfortable situation and I'm excited about it because it means that I'm going to grow. Okay, that is where the power lies. Okay, that's where the growth happens. So this quote that I ran across, I don't know who said it, um, but it says, doing things outside your comfort zone is imperative to your growth. Eventually, you become comfortable with being uncomfortable and life is yours. Okay, there's such power and strength in being comfortable with being uncomfortable. And if we're always running around trying to avoid the discomfort of some of these negative emotions, we're missing out on so much in life. We're missing out on so much of the growth opportunities. So, you know, my students at Pronunciation Pro are just so good at this. And whether they realize that they're good at this or not, <laughs> and whether you realize you're good at this or not, um, you're, you're doing this. You are stepping into uncomfortable situations and, and you're doing it. I just want you to do it more proactively and... We can take a lot of that fear out of this situation um, by working on mindset and diving deeper into the way that you think about yourself and you're judging yourself and the way you think about the way others are judging you. Um, there's so much that can really be reframed and shifted in your mindset in those areas so that you can step into that discomfort um, without it being so excruciatingly uncomfortable. Okay, and so that's the work that we do within the Pronunciation Pro course. And um, and if you're ready to kind of learn those skills and learn those mindset tricks, um, then I would love for you to join us um, uh, by going to the Pronunciation Pro website and signing up for a free trial. Um, anyway, let's keep going into self-confidence or, you know, talking about self-confidence. So those three areas, I know I can learn new things, I know I can do hard things, and I am willing to feel any uncomfortable emotion in order to grow, okay? That is self-confidence or my definition of self-confidence. When you can say yes to all of those and even... Even the third one, if, you, if you're like, yeah, maybe, I think I'm going to get better at that, then yes. Let's just keep working in that space 
of creating greater and greater self-confidence. Self-confidence is a continuum. It's not a all or nothing situation. You either have it or you don't. It's more of a progression. It's like, oh, my self-confidence is maybe, if you think of it as a light, my self-confidence is maybe a really dim light and I'm going to keep gradually working on it until that light is brighter and brighter and and stronger and stronger. Okay, so even for myself, it's like, oh yeah, that self-confidence, I'm willing to feel any uncomfortable emotion in order to grow. Every time I'm faced with a situation where I have to step into that fear or step into that discomfort, um, I have to question myself. Am I willing to do this? Do I want to do this? And sometimes the answer is no. Sometimes it's not worth it. Um, That's not the kind of growth that I want at this point. And sometimes the answer is yes, because I need and want that growth. And if I don't do this, then I'm not going to experience that growth. Um, And so it's going to come and go and it's going to be a little um, not as firm and steady as you probably want it to be. But this is life. This is being human is that... um, is that it's not going to be 100% all the time, but we're going to keep just growing and improving and trying to build it over time. All right, so really ask yourself, do I have self-confidence? Do I have, you know, where is my self-confidence? Where would I rate my self-confidence? And what areas can I start working on to create more self-confidence in my life? Okay? Now let's dive into confidence. Confidence, my definition of confidence is a feeling that comes from your thoughts about your ability to do a specific skill. Okay, and I'm, I'm sure I got this definition somewhere from an online dictionary or something. I don't want to take full credit of it. But this is the, this is the definition I came across that I like. Okay, so I feel a feeling that comes. So it's a feeling... Okay, I want you to identify it's a feeling inside of you that comes from your thoughts. Okay, all of our feelings come from our thoughts about your ability to do a specific skill. Okay, and that's confidence. Now we talk we talk about confidence in a very general way, but I like breaking confidence down into this definition because it talks about specific skills. So, I want you to think do I feel confident? I want, I want you to answer this question. Do I feel confident or do you feel confident pouring a glass of water? Okay. What's your confidence level in pouring a glass of water? I'm sure your confidence level is very high <laughs> in that skill. I'm sure that you feel pretty good about your ability to do that. Um, my seven-year-old son probably doesn't feel as confident as you in pouring a glass of water because he spills often and doesn't keep him from doing it because he knows that the more he practices, the more he's going to create that confidence or that ability to do that skill. Um, But we do have skills, and I want you to really think through the skills that you have in your life that you are confident in. Maybe you're confident at driving, Maybe you play a sport really well. Maybe you um, are an artist or you sing 
or you play a musical instrument. Maybe you are an incredibly good, you are incredibly good with math. Um, maybe you are an incredible computer programmer and you have a lot of confidence in your ability to do that specific skill. Okay, I want you to think about your career, your industry. What expertise have you developed through years and years of practice and work and training? Um, what is it that you feel confident in? Okay, what skills do you have confidence in? This can also, I mean, it doesn't even just have to be a skill or a physical skill. It can be a character trait. You know, I, I feel confident in my ability to be kind to people. <laughs> I like people. I like to be good to people. I like to smile at people. I'm not perfect at it. Um, I can be unkind. But for the most part, I feel confidence in being kind. What character traits do you have that you feel confident in? So looking at confidence is more of a, it's not all or nothing. It's not am I a confident person or am I not? It really comes to the culmination or the collection of many different skills, many different traits, many different concepts that you have of yourself. And it's the collective group of that that's helping you feel confident or not. But really, I mean, if I said, okay, think about your ability, your confidence in your ability in your profession. So you've been doing, doing your work, you've done training, you've, you've had your education to the point where you have developed an expertise in something, in an area that you feel probably pretty confident in. And maybe not all areas, maybe you're new to certain areas in that industry. But think of the areas that you are very competent in, that your capacity is high and you have, you have this feeling of confidence in your ability to do that. Okay, think about that skill and feel that confidence that you're generating by thinking about that thing that you feel confident in. Okay, you are generating confidence right now through your thoughts about that skill. Now, you can also then start thinking about your skill of speaking English. Okay, maybe there's an area of speaking English, such as your pronunciation or your accent, that you often feel very insecure about, okay? I want you to get aware that that insecure feeling comes from the thoughts that you're thinking about it right now. And it generates that emotion inside of you based on your thoughts. Because one thing I've recognized in working with hundreds and thousands of students through the Pronunciation Pro course is that it is not a function of your English speaking skills <laughs> that creates confidence. I have students that come into my program 
And their English skills, or their, let's specifically talk about pronunciation and fluency, is that they, you know, maybe are at more an intermediate level in their pronunciation and their fluency in English, um, but their confidence is very high because they are not afraid to make mistakes. Their mindset is that they, you know, of course I, I don't speak it perfectly because I, my native, native language is not English. And of course I'm going to make mistakes. Um, this is the process of learning language. And they really have this um, more flexible, compassionate um, mindset around they, the way they speak English, which helps them feel more confident. Um, now, not in all areas, not in all situations, but for the most part, they feel confident enough to speak up, okay? Then I have other students who are very, very advanced in their spoken English, very near native sounding, and feel very insecure and very fearful about speaking up and only do it when they have to. And there is all sorts of mindsets of not being good enough, um, of fear, you know, the judgment of other people um, and feeling that, you know, fear of embarrassment and things like that, that they, that they are really being held back by. All right. So these situations that I see over and over again of varying different, varying levels of English proficiency and pronunciation proficiency and varying levels of confidence by these people tell me that it has not a function, confidence is not a function or a result of the level of your spoken English. Um, now that may be a hard thing to recognize or accept, but I tell you, I've seen it over and over and over again that Yes, improving your spoken English, improving your pronunciation builds confidence because you're building a skill, okay? When you build a skill, you build confidence in that skill. But another skill that has to be developed as well is your mindset around the way that you speak English. If you only improve the skill of speaking English and don't improve your mindset around speaking English, you will still be limited you will still be feeling fear and embarrassment, you know, that fear of embarrassment, fear of judgment, fear of making mistakes, okay? No matter how good your English gets or your pronunciation gets, um, if you don't work on that mindset, it's not going to change or it, it will, it's not going to change nearly as much, okay? So um, just a little plug there for working on mindset training. And within my program, I have two courses. I have the Pronunciation Pro course and I have the Confident Pro Mindset course. They're both full 12-module courses that dive very deep into this. Pronunciation Pro course is all about helping you speak English clearly. And the Confident Pro Mindset course is all about um, teaching you how to develop a confident mindset so that you can speak with confidence. Okay, so diving in there and really helping your, you know, train your mind 
um, in the specific skill of your mindset will be a huge advantage for you. So let's get back to confidence. And speaking about confidence um, on its own. So if you really separate, recognize that confidence is is not just an all or nothing situation. It's a individual situation. Um, it's about individual situations and individual skills that can really help you generate more confidence. So I like to think about it and I like to teach it um, in the way of thinking about your confidence house, okay? Your confidence house. Now think of confidence, and each of us has our own individual house and confidence house, and think of, um, think of your house and the many different rooms that it has. Each room represents a skill set that you have um, that you can either, you know, that you're building confidence in. Okay, each room has a light switch and it's more of a dimmer light switch. So you can kind of turn the, the light gradually on or gradually off. All right, so each room represents a different skill. So one room for you might be driving a car um, and your light in your room could be really high. Now some of you might not drive uh, or know how to drive um, and so that, that light would be that light would be off. You wouldn't feel confident in that room in your confidence house, okay? So speaking English, you can feel very confident or not confident. You can also divide those rooms, you know, instead of one big English room, you can divide it into separate rooms. So there could be one room in speaking English about speaking English on technical skills, you know, technical topics that you speak about every day in your um, in your work setting, okay? You may feel very confident speaking in on that topic and then, but then you go into conversational English, kind of small talk, and you do not feel confident in that area, okay? It just means that you haven't had practice in that room. You haven't worked on your confidence in that room because you haven't worked on that skill yet to build that confidence. Okay, so thinking of your confidence house as more different rooms that make up the confidence house can really help you recognize that, hey, even if I don't feel 100% confident in speaking English, I am very confident in my ability to um, lead a meeting. You know, I am very confident in my ability to, um, you know, in this accounting, you know, software or I am very confident in all these different areas, but I, it's just the English, it's the English room that I'm struggling right now or English room that I'm still working to build that confidence, okay? Keeping those rooms separate can be really powerful um, for you because it's not that just because you don't speak English like a native that all of the rooms in your house need to go dark. No, you have a lot of really bright rooms in your confidence house and your English room is where you're working right now to build that confidence, to build that skill. All right, so keep those rooms separated. I know that the common experience for many of my students is that they were their confidence house was very bright um, before moving to the U.S. 
They felt very good about the way they spoke English because in contrast to people in their native country, they're doing quite well. Um, and then they moved to the U.S. and then all of a sudden it feels like they're, the lights went out in their house, that they don't feel confident because of their spoken English, because of now they're in, in the U.S. and now they're comparing themselves to native speakers. Okay, now their confidence has dropped and now they feel like, well, now I'm not good at anything. Okay, this is not the case. You have an expertise and have been trained and you, you have skills and you have talents and you have abilities in so many different incredible ways. Okay, when you can recognize that that skill is still in place, and it's just the English room that needs, needs more practice and more work, then it can really help you keep that confidence level high. It can really help you identify, hey, this is where my confidence is in all these different areas, and now I'm going to work on building my confidence in my spoken English in this new environment where I'm surrounded by native speakers, okay? All right, so that is, that is the deep dive I wanted to go into today on self-confidence and confidence. When you really break those two concepts down and are able to see it in a different way, it can really help build that power within you to say, I am the creator of my confidence and my self-confidence what is it that I need to do specifically to build more confidence? Okay, do I need to get more comfortable with being uncomfortable? Do I need to get more practice with certain areas or certain skills that are made, my confidence is lower now, right now? So, you know, you join Pronunciation Pro because you're not feeling as confident about your pronunciation. Great, that's one part of speaking English. You know, how is your what's your confidence like in writing, in reading? Um, what's your confidence like in, you know, in, in a variety of, of, of areas when speaking English? You know, that it doesn't have to be this sweeping, I don't feel confident, but there could be areas that you do feel very confident, okay? Be mindful. That's my call to you today. Be mindful about this. Be deliberate, be intentional, and say, what is it that I'm going to work on today in shifting these thoughts and my mindset around my confidence? How can I generate more confidence in myself um, through this different way of looking at confidence? Okay? Think about what is your key takeaway from today and from this idea. Write it down or... Or just pause and, and think through that and think through how you're going to apply that in your life. None of this really matters if we don't take action. And that's what I want you to do. I am an English, an American accent trainer. I'm a confidence trainer. And the difference between a trainer and a teacher, there is a lot of, lot of overlap. But from my perspective, I do a lot of teaching, but training is when I can get my students to apply to do the work, to do the repetition to so that they will see the results in their life. So 
So I really want that for you. So take this concept, really apply it in your life, really get aware, get mindful about it, and let's see what it will create in your life. All right, see you next time. Your voice is important and needs to be heard. If you're ready to speak English clearly and with greater confidence, I invite you to join me at pronunciationpro.com.